Hallelujah and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to the 8th of June, 2020. She's a Monday. My name is Nick. Ladies and gentlemen, Big J. Hey! We are back at full strength. Thank you very much, Big J, for uh, filling the void the last two days officially, last two business days anyway, uh, as I enjoyed some long weekend time with the boys. Hey, I hope it was worth it and I had no choice. That is very true. <laughs> but I, you know what? And I had one slight screw up and that was it. What was the screw up? Oh, I, I hit a wrong button. I mean, uh, that's what I judge my solo shows on now. Is Not even number... content, it's just the amount of... Yeah, uh... no, no, no. Just, you know, is it That blooper? might be a mistake. Well, you say that, but uh, the, the, the more I can uh, correct my blooper problem, I mean, you, you are judging uh, eight hours of total radio uh, on really a second. So, yeah, I would say probably... Well, I just, I just well, secondhand, I, I think my content is great. That's part of maybe another problem altogether. Well, that would be firsthand, I think. Or thirdhand. God, I hope not. Uh, but uh, if you wouldn't mind, then, uh, give me a, a brief synopsis of all the things you talked about so I don't repeat anything. As I missed, uh, as I missed the show, because uh, I don't think uh, we even rose from slumber until like ten o'clock. I, I uh, whoa, that's great. Well, we were up until two. So. I don't remember, dude. That was like yeah. four days ago. <laughs> Give me two things. Help me out. Yeah, I can't help you. Wow, I can't help you. This is the, then I, I would probably have to say that nothing stayed with you at all for the two days that you did the show. Probably, but now that you put me on the spot, I really. I'm tr- well, I'm trying to come up with other stuff here for later this morning, so that... <laughs> so the stuff I mean, you wanted to talk think about? Think of a super highway that's gone wrong. <laughs> that's the way my brain is right now. Uh, it has been for a while. I'm not sure we can fix that, unfortunately. Uh, there's been a few, few instances help. of recognition involved in there. But welcome to the show today. On it, we will actually have a, a little bit of something that we like to call Man Up Monday over the course of the program today. Uh, we are going to try to get somebody qualified. Were you able to get people qualified at least on Thursday? No, I didn't even do that. Oh, my God. Of course I did. Come on. Well, no, I mean, you know, people can get it wrong. Oh, yeah. Okay, so here's here's a little piece for you, all right? Uh, I thought, you know what? I'll make up some total crap for Friday. Uh-huh. And uh, the total crap was uh, that uh, Boise was founded by a, a fellow named Jebediah Boise. Uh, in 1864. Tip of the cap to The Simpsons. Yeah, and I thought for sure, you know, that's going to be, they're going to catch that one. Nope. No. no. Jebediah Boise was a real fella, according <laughs> to that guy. Not true. So, no qualifier on Friday. We'll try to get somebody qualified today at around 7.40 or so. You're going to want to hang around for that, at least. We certainly hope so. Along with more fun and excitement, but also some music. That's what it's about. So, let's do some of that. Here's some ACDC. It's TNT. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J here on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. The more days go by, Big J, the more I slowly but surely realize we as a society are straight up doomed. Doomed. I mean, there are things that I, I guess, I don't know if it's, I'm, I'm taking it for advantage, advantage as like just common sense and things that everybody should know and do know and don't. But apparently that's the case. They did a survey. Survey says? Of 20,000 people in both the United States and the UK, specifically women age 18 to 25. And they asked them, hey, ladies, if you're pregnant, should you be drinking? Well, yeah, no, you shouldn't. Thank you. But 26% of people said, yeah, no, it's cool. 
and they did not, and not not because they like they should, but they literally, uh, at least according to the survey anyway, were absolutely unaware that drinking while pregnant could be a really bad thing. Where do these people live? I don't know. In the United States, in the, the UK, backwoods, apparently. Where, uh, where do we need to send in missionaries to help bring society and and the, the world to them? So twenty six percent didn't know at all. Even worse, just 17% of all those surveyed identified correctly that alcohol exposure to pregnancy could cause long-term harm to the baby and more than other substances. And so they had no idea uh, of things called fetal alcohol syndrome or any of that. And that's a lifelong disorder, kids, that is caused by exposure to alcohol in the room. The, uh, the survey was done by One Poll, which is a national organization that's uh, based in the UK, but did, did include some United States citizens in that survey as well. And so I start to just go, I, I don't know. I mean, now, that being said, I can't remember when or where I learned that. But, I, I mean, and I'm also, you know, not a woman, but they, they did say, I do remember learning that lesson fairly early that drinking while pregnant is not a good idea. And should not be done. Yeah, but, yeah. But smoking's okay, though. No, no. What? <laughs> no. Big J, the only thing that's okay to what, do you, you is heroin. You know that as well as I do. You better tell these 28% people that. They, didn't, I, I, they should have done a parallel study on that. I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't know. And again, I don't know if I learned that like the health class or something. Uh, I don't even know if health class is a thing anymore. Let's just say this. You were probably magically touched by some sort of common sense fairy well i don't so know about that knew it some would argue i like that in some areas as well but uh in this particular one i i think i've picked it up i i'm just here to tell you that it's not good in case you were one of the 26 percent that did not know doctors do not advise to drink while pregnant just in case you're curious Big J, you want to give your uh, your so long speech to Conor McGregor? He retired from the UFC on Sunday. Well, this is retirement number three. And this is retirement so, number three. Third time in four years, as a matter of fact. We'll, we'll talk to you back in a week from now when you unretire. <laughs> uh, UFC President Dana White had already said the 31 year old star is next in line for a title shot expected later this year. However, uh, the AP also called retirements a, a time honored device for gathering attention and increased bargaining power in combat sports. Uh, and it's, you know, again, Connor did, you know, parlay this twice into a big payday, uh, the coming out of the retirement fight. So it could be another one coming soon to a UFC event near you. Probably the only, uh, the only job in which that pays off. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, maybe, uh, football is the other one. Like Gronk seemed to cash in on it. Uh, and, and, uh, Lord knows I've got some experience with the Brett Favre game. Of will he, won't he retire or not? Yeah, but, but that's then again, about two or three people out of all thousands that have played. But the game, also, though. Brett Favre never actually retired and then came out. He he came out of retirement. He just actually, uh, you know, wasn't sure if he was ever going to. Kind of held the franchise hostage a couple times. But Big J, I wonder if this will work. Disney's a very powerful comp- company. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they are officially asking companies to advertise again. <laughs> Uh, Disney has gone to all of the companies they work with and say, Hey guys, now would be a good time to start spending money, just in case you're curious. Uh, and uh, they, of course, have been shut down for a while and been doing a lot of things on their own and, and really running on a small percentage of what they can actually flex. And now they are telling advertisers that, you know what, now is the time to maybe get things going. So we'll see if they, if they actually um, listen to Disney. 
I think Disney probably needs to put their money where their mouth is, though. You know what I mean? I mean, it's not. Yeah, like you need to start advertising. I was gonna say they have all the products. I'm not sure what they're talking about. Like, what what are what are what advantages could Disney have if people start to market again? Other than you know, it's not like you're running ads on Disney Plus. You know D- what I mean? Disney, I'd like to introduce you to some account executives here in the Treasure Valley. Please, Disney, help us out. We would love to run some Mulan commercials whenever you're ready. Just let you know. We'd be happy for you to uh, ask us <laughs> to fly down and open the parks back up for you. Oh, you want to cut the ribbon? Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm not sure how what marketing has to do with that, but cool. We'll take it. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your first round of the good old important stuff. Man up Mondays on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yep, Nick, and I am the opposite of any, you know, Home Depot or Lowe's commercial where you find a gentleman uh, standing going, you know what? I'm the, I need that. I'm going to buy that. And then I'm going to install it. And I'm talking about, uh, Nick, ceiling fans. Oh, as yeah. uh, this uh, summer is uh, quickly, I mean, you know, this last weekend was, was pretty chilly, uh, but uh, that's not going to be the way it is here throughout the rest of the summer. And so we decided uh, to uh, purchase some ceiling fans uh, for the rooms just to kind of try to, you know, help support our uh, aging air conditioning unit. Do they not have ceiling fans currently in them? In our in our rooms? In any of them, yeah. No, in uh, our living room area. Does. For sure, but not the bedroom gotcha uh so yeah no uh this is uh we purchased these uh ceiling fans so there's there's three of them and they're sitting in the garage nick how long have you purchased them uh that's probably a week ago okay and but uh you know it's not one of those situations where i look and i go yeah i'm gonna get to that i'm gonna put that in because that is you shouldn't do that unless you're some sort of uh you know extreme uh diyer like ceiling fans, you can't mess around with because you don't want to. There's electrical electrical involved. There's uh, installation involved. There's some you know being able to put it together from scratch involved. If you don't put it together right, I mean they're shaking and it could fall down and hurt. Yeah, somebody. yeah. I'm looking at the ceiling. I'm going, how does this work? How would this? I don't even want to look at the instructions. Like no, man. This is where you you have a handyman that you call and they come over and do it. So hopefully that can happen soon. Uh, you are not in charge of uh, scheduling that? No. No, I'm not. You know, there's somebody who works from home, so they need to figure that out. <laughs> now, obvi- I mean, let's be honest. These these fans had to have been purchased with a plan. Was the plan always for the handyman to yeah. come over? Oh, yeah. Okay. Wait, listen. We're, we're in this 10 years now. We've been living together. There wasn't like some sort of, uh, uh, you know, imaginary epiphany that she had. It's like, yeah, he'll put those in. Did you help pick out the fans at all? Uh, No. <laughs> you were you didn't even mean, go along on the trip? Are, no, no, I'm just asking. No, no, if you I were involved in any part of this process at all. Uh, it was should we get ceiling fans? The answer was yes. That's as far that's, as that's and that's all you need. That's have all you, I need. Have you seen the boxes? Do you know what yeah. the fans look oh, yeah, like? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh update. Uh a different ceiling fan was purchased in uh Anaheim, California Costco than the one we have. Cuz she liked it better. So So are you returning fans? Yeah, we're going to return a fan. Just one? Just one. For our room. It's I see. bigger. I see. Okay. More All right. power. All right. So be Hopefully. it. Hopefully. So at Hopefully some point, they will be installed, just you know, not by you. Yeah. No, I I totally understand where you're coming from. I did the same thing. Uh, bought a ceiling fan. I looked at it, and I was like, listen, uh, there's no way in hell this is ever going to happen. I mean, even if I, by some miracle, was able to put it together correctly, getting it up and in there and making sure the light works, there's just no way in hell. Without killing myself, yeah. there's no way in hell that it would ever happen. Ever. 
Yeah, it's a sad state of affairs. No, it, it really is. But I wonder if, if you know, even if you have just a touch of that stuff, you would even attempt a ceiling fan. I don't know, because I don't know what that feels like. I, I, I don't know if you would, if you, what kind of gentleman would, I don't know what kind of experience is required before you would go, you know what, I'm not, I'm going to give this a shot. Give it the old college try. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But I, it, we're not even close to that. It ain't, it ain't in my wheelhouse, that's for sure. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your fun. That is the good man up Mondays. Coming up in a few minutes, we got ourselves a little bit of important stuff. You're going to want to hang out for that. That's for sure. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Governor Bradley Little held a press conference on Friday. Big J, he announced that the state will use some federal stimulus dollars to pay residents one-time bonuses for Idahoans that are returning to work. The program will pay a worker who leaves the unemployment role and takes a job. Now, for a full-time position, the state will pay a one-time $1,500 cash bonus. If folks take a part-time job, they can get a $750 payment. Now, Brad Little did say it is a first-come, first-served program that wants to incentivize employees and employers to put people back to work. The dollars, $100 million of them, will come from federal relief funds. Some of the dollars came from unused funds from the Rebound Grant Program, too. So this is a limited edition kind of a thing when it goes into effect. And you can cash in on it if you go into work here in a period of time. You can check out the Idaho's website if you want more information about when exactly those dates come. But could be money coming your way, especially if you've been on unemployment for a while. So there's that. Nobody's going to sneeze at 1500 coming out of way, would they, Big J? God, I hope not. Uh, so there's that. Something to look forward to if you find yourself out of work the last couple of months. If you get back into it, you got some money coming your way, which is very nice. Big J, Kurt Thomas was the very first U.S. male gymnast to win a world championship gold medal. He did so back in France in 1978. He passed away on Friday at the age of 64. Had a stroke on May 24th. And just couldn't quite recover from that stroke, and so his family was very sad to announce his passing. Now, even if you're not a fan of gymnastics and the Summer Olympics, certainly not late 70s Summer Olympics, maybe, just maybe, you're familiar with a movie called Jim Cotta, Big J. 1985 movie that mixed, I mean, I guess the only really way to put it is it, it mixed floor exercises with karate, and they made a movie out of it. More than just karate. I yeah, mean, it was... You're right. I had a lot of stuff going on in there. And a made-up country. <laughs> but, I mean, if you can... Imagine, if you haven't seen Jim Cotta, imagine a, a person working a... Like a, a horse, you know, the gymnastics horse, into kicking somebody's ass. There always happened to be a horse nearby when he needed to do a special move. And Kurt Thomas was the man that starred in that movie. Uh, Jim Cotta and I, uh, is a movie that I watched when I was a kid and then watched much again later in life uh, to my... much. I, I enjoyed it much more later in life when I can appreciate bad things as opposed to when I was a kid when I was just like, this is crazy ridiculous. What is happening? Uh, but if you haven't and you enjoy movies that are like fun to watch in like a let's make fun of it kind of way, Jim Cotta should be near the top of that list. If you're just- yeah, I made the kids watch it uh, a couple years ago. Where did you get your hands on it even? I rented it. You did? I think, okay. Yeah, on- online somewhere. And uh, man, it's great. <laughs> it is something else. So uh, may a flock of angels sing thee to thy rest, Kurt Thomas. Thank you for Jim Cotta. And thank you for representing our country very well back in 1978. 
Big J Pearl Jam released the uncensored video for its classic song, Jeremy, on Friday. The band shared the clip to mark National Wear Orange Day, known as Gun Violence Awareness Day. The uncut video was originally released in 1992. It was previously unavailable in the United States because MTV declined to air it. So there was a whole bunch of different scenes in that, that clip that you probably haven't seen before. And the official version of that clip ended up winning MTV Video Music Awards in 1993. It's almost as if, like, the band had a handshake deal. Where MTV was like, hey, listen, we know we, we didn't play the real video, but we're going to give you a bunch of awards and pump up this one just because we didn't do that. Uh, Stone Gossard is the guitarist for Pearl Jam. He told us a while back that current events have always kind of shaped Pearl Jam's lyrics as a band, who they are and what they talk about. In terms of the world we live in and how we perceive it, there's certainly a variety of crazy military conflicts, famines, murders, terrorist activity, you know, everything you could possibly name that's coming at you at a thousand miles an hour. So as far as what Ed sort of portrays in his lyrics, he's saying a lot for sure. Earlier this year, Pearl Jam released its latest album called Gigaton, but the band had to postpone its 2020 tour because of the pandemic. So they are trying to stay as busy as they possibly can during all of this. And you can check out the video online if you want to see the full uncensored version of the video you could have seen back in 1992. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Big J, we head to Berlin, Germany for today's We're Going to Hell story. I don't pretend to be an expert, and quite frankly, I'm probably pretty proud of the fact that I'm not an expert when it comes to stealing stuff. That's a good thing. I don't know all the ins and all the outs, Big J. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I do. But I think I can at least look at A, the results, or B, the plans to do something. And I have, I've seen enough movies where I can go, that's a good idea or that's a bad idea. A right way and wrong way of doing things. You know sure, I mean? sure, yeah. And uh, in Germany, there was a gentleman that decided he was going to steal some things from a grocery store there in Germany. And let's just say, I'm not sure if it was an impulse thing or if there was a plan. If there was a plan, it's one of the worst I've ever seen. Oh, okay. But if it was, even if it was an impulse thing, it just was executed poorly. That's unfortunate. As police had a pretty easy time tracking him down. On Saturday, the 29-year-old man walked into a store and started loading up a grocery cart, right? Yeah, shopping. At the end of the day, they estimated he had about $565 worth of stuff in his grocery cart. So it's a lot, right? What kind of groceries are you shopping for, man? Know, man? It could be meat at this point. Really, that's like 10 packs yeah, of one yeah. pound beef. Like somebody wanted to spring for some <laughs> ribeyes, I mean, man. The price of meat is pretty crazy right now. And so he had a lot of stuff in his cart. And that's when he decided, you know what? It's time to make a break for it. I'm just going to go out the front door. And you know how sometimes grocery stores or stores in general have those sensors that are supposed to trigger if somebody yeah. walks through? Yeah, well, that kind of happened. Uh, and so he was deciding, you know what? Now it's time to make a run for it. And he did. A couple of things went wrong, Big J. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you like to hear the one that got him caught or the one, the thing that he left behind that got him in real trouble? Let's see. The thing that he left behind. He left behind his eight-year-old son inside the store. As he ran out with his uh, $565 worth of groceries. 
So he went into the store with his eight-year-old son, decided he was going to steal stuff, and then when the alarm went off, he made a break for it and just left his kid there inside the store. Big mistake. Because obviously it was pretty easy to go, hey, where's your dad? Oh, that was my dad that ran out with the grocery cart full of stuff. So, uh, big mistake was leaving your child behind at the scene of the crime. Pretty easy to get you caught there, or at least find out who you were. Uh, but things really went wrong, and he was super easy to catch, because once he hit the parking lot, Big J, he, uh, as he was running away with the cart, he tripped over one of the wheels in the cart, fell, and broke his damn foot. So he couldn't get away. Ah! Son of a gun. Tried to make a run for it, was going too fast, tripped over the wheel of the cart, snap, crack, fall, immobilized. It was not his day, man. That is correct. Ended up spending the day in the hospital to get his uh, foot reset, and then off to jail he went. What happened to his child, I'm not sure, but it was a piss-poor plan from the word go. Obviously, number one, probably taking your eight-year-old kid to a, uh, a, a theft, not a great idea. So, uh, plans off to an F-plus start. Also, uh, following the Neil McCauley rule from uh, the movie The Heat. Which is? Well, if you're not willing to walk out in 30 seconds flat, if you feel heat around the corner, then you're going to get caught, even if you have to leave behind your kid. I do not know how long he was in I'm guessing he was in the store for a while. I mean, if he had to, if he grabbed $565 worth of stuff, that's not like a supermarket sweep kind of thing. What if that's a conversation he has with before, you know, as being a, a thief on a regular basis? Listen, if something happens here, I'm out. You know the plan, Junior. I'll meet you at the crossroads. <laughs> if we get separated, your mother and I love you. Have a good life. Uh, it didn't work out. He's in jail. God knows what happened to the kid. So uh, bad execution all the way around there in Berlin, Germany, from the word go. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Up next, we're going to try to qualify somebody for the X Stuck at Home Stimulus Gospel or Total Crap. On the way, it's the X Rocks. Holy crap! Right now on 100.3, the X Rocks. The game is a simple one. The prize is a big one. It's a stuck-at-home stimulus package that includes a 50-inch smart TV, a Polk Audio surround sound system, a 1-terabyte PS4, brand-new recliner, Marshall Amplifier mini fridge, and a whole bunch more. It's all up on xrock.com if you want to check it out for yourself. All you have to do is really guess it right. You got a 50-50 chance of getting it correct. Big J will give you an incredible statement. You have to decide if that statement is a true one, gospel, or a made-up one. Total crap. You get it correct, you're officially qualified for the drawing that's going to happen next Friday for the stimulus package to be given away, hopefully, to you. Our phone number, 208-287-1003. If you'd like to play gospel or total crap, and I wish all of you very, very good luck. Big J, are you ready with your statement? You bet. All right. Good morning, the X. Good morning. Hey, what's up, man? What's your name? Eric. All right, Eric, you're up, man. Here's Big J. Although no longer connected to the beer company, Guinness World Records was founded by the managing director of Guinness Brewery in 1950s. Is that gospel or total crap, Eric? I'm going to say that's total crap. Oh! Wrong. You 
It went the wrong way, sir. See, I mean, that yeah. seems like it would be total crap, but it's 100% real. Guinness World Records actually attached to Guinness Brewing when it first started. Not so much anymore, but it was invented by the man that put it all together. So therefore, Eric, you get nothing. But thank you for playing. We appreciate your effort and your time, but you just went the wrong way. Your next chance to qualify, 1240 today with Jason Drew, 540 later on this afternoon. With Adam, you'll have another chance to get in on this action as well. And so you just sometimes, the gut's wrong, Big J. Yeah. What are you going to do? Well, it's tough on something like that. I mean, that seems like it would be ridiculous, but. Well, I mean, Guinness, Guinness, there's certainly the attachment there, uh, but not so much anymore. Morning After with Nick and Big J coming up. Important stuff, plus your pop culture smackdown. Hold tight. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J Americans, we're looking for ways to travel as safely as we can during the pandemic, so it's giving a boost to some old school classics. Apparently people are not exactly super big fans of planes right now, so they are doing other modes of travel or even group travel. And so one of the things that's expected to be a pretty big thing this summer, the old-fashioned road trip. Big J, remember one of those? Oh, yeah. Uh, One of the things that has been skyrocketing over the last month or so, and experts expect to even have more of an uptick as things move forward, RV rentals and sales, Big J. Remember when we used to drive in an RV? I mean, it was twice. Yeah. Remember when you used to really want an RV? That was like your retirement plan? Yeah, yeah. That's no longer the case, right? Currently, no. Did it just, did did our two trips suck the joy of RVs out of you? Is that what happened? No, no. I just think uh, we have other means of travel now, so. Right, but no, but that was a retirement plan. Yeah, but. You wanted to retire and drive across the country. Sure, but now uh, the idea is to do a little more international traveling. Gotcha. So. So your retirement plan is to just travel. Yeah. No longer uh, road tripping travel. Correct. Uh, Mike Reagan is the president of Crestview RV, and he was talking to Bloomberg about the biggest group of interested buyers are people that are traveling by RV for the very first time because of the particular pandemic. And if you're not traveling by RV, you need a place to stay overnight, which means, you know what else is up a bunch? Motels. Not hotels, but motels. Motels. Yeah. Hotel, motel, holiday in. And so people, because, you know, they're traveling a little bit more on roads less traveled, are running across and into motels along the roadways that they haven't stayed in. And so that's becoming a lot more popular as well. And they expect that to have a nice boost come summertime. So RVs and motels up and expected to do well over the next couple of months. Any road trips planned for you, Big J? Yeah. You stay at a motel? Probably. There you go. See? It's like we did our own impromptu poll here. Although you nah, will not be in an RV. It's an inn, not a motel. But. A ro- well, roadside inn. Kind of the same. Just different name. I would say an inn and a motel are certainly more similar than motels and hotels are. Agree or disagree? Agree. There you go. UFC fighter Conor McGregor announced his retirement on Sunday for the third time in four years. The former two-time division UFC champ tweeted a photo of him and his mom with the caption, Hey, guys. Decided to retire from fighting. Thanks. Bye. Dana White said the 31-year-old was in line for a title shot expected later this year. However, it could just be a quest to get a little bit more money out of the UFC if he does decide to come back and make that fight, uh, which a lot of experts are saying, yeah, probably the case. Good news if you're a fan of TVs and movies, Big J. According to California Governor Gavin Newsom, 
The guidelines for film and TV productions to resume in Hollywood after months of shutdown due to the coronavirus are up, and things can start up again on June 12th. In just a few days, they can start filming and doing some film production once again. There have been a lot of things that had to be reached in order for them to get to this point, and it officially happened, so we'll see if everything is back to normal or people can still take their own time as well. I guess it kind of depends on the production company or what you were in the middle of, whether or not you want to get back to things sooner or later, but you can go back to work if you're in the film and TV production companies. Get to work! Come June 12th, so uh, maybe, just maybe, there will be a little bit of a gap, but not a gigantic one for content a little bit later this year or maybe even next. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. You're up to date. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, we've got a nice Morning After prize package, uh, care package, if you will, that we can send out to you. If you can beat Nick here in Pop Culture Smackdown, it's got an X-Rock 25th anniversary sticker and an X face covering. 208-287-1003. If you'd like to play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown, Big J's got the questions. Hopefully you've got the answers. The prize is on the line. It'll even be shipped out to you. You don't need to worry about getting off your duck for any reason whatsoever. Good morning, the X. Hey, how's it going? We're hanging in there, man. What's your name? Chris. All right, Chris, you're up first. Good luck. Well, actor Dennis Haysbert might be known for roles like Pedro Serrano in Major League and the president David Palmer in 24. He might be best known for his commercials, schlepping the insurance company who reminds you you're in good hands. All state. Right. Nice work. Nick, in 1998, the NRA elected this former leading man as president. Uh, Charlton Heston. That's correct. Right. Popeye's famous chicken originated from what state? Uh, Kentucky. Wrong. That would be Kentucky Fried Chicken went from there. But different state altogether. Yeah, the, it used to be the, the, the name of the state was included in the title of the Isn't company. it still? Not in most materials that I have found. Not in most material. I thought it was, it's maybe on the uh, the, the. It's the subtext or something. 208-287-1003 is the number if you want to play pop culture smackdown. Big J. Apparently, people don't care. Is the only uh, conclusion that I can come to from this particular side of things. But we'll give it a shot. Good morning, the X. Hello. Hello. Hey, Popeye's famous chicken originated from what state? I'm about Louisiana. Louisiana, right. Popeye's famous chicken. There you go. Uh, let's see. Nick, who voiced the character of Dot Matrix, the droid in Spaceballs? Joan Rivers. That's correct. Right. Uh, for two years, 2012 and 2014, this huge, I'm sorry, uh, for two years, 2012 and 2013, this huge metal band started their very own music festival called Orion. Oh. Uh. I'll give you choices. Is it Metallica, Megadeth, or Anthrax? Uh, let's go Metallica. Right. That's correct. It is Metallica. Nick, this character has played William Wallace's father, the architect of Treadstone as Ward Abbott in the Bourne franchise, and is Captain O'Hagan in Super Troopers. I know his first name is Brian. For some reason, his last name is Well, it's not DeBose. No. But I'm sure some random will appreciate the shout out, even though he can't listen. Uh, what the hell is his name? He's an ex. I can see his face. Uh, for some reason, uh, Kelly is the only thing coming to me. Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly, not the coach of Notre Dame, Nick. 
It's Brian actually Cox. Cox. Brian right. Cox. I was close. Cox. Alliteration, but not quite right. Congratulations, man. You got yourself all set up with a care package coming your way. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you and make sure you're all set and good to go. It was, and it was nice. Good job. Pop culture smackdown. We will do a run of headlines. That will happen next on the X Rock. <laughs> headlines are as follows, Big J. That's nice. Gross. And wait, what? Uh, that's nice. Florida is a very special place, my friend. Florida! In early May, Florida allowed elective procedures to resume, including cosmetic surgery and Botox injections. But this easing of restrictions inspired at least one doctor in Miami to offer, finally, the opportunity for you, Big J, to get drive through Botox injections. Oh, thank God. Dr. Michael Salzhauer, otherwise known as Dr. Miami, told Reuters, the areas that we inject Botox are the upper face, exactly the parts of the face that aren't covered by the mask. So it's really ideal. He's offering the injections in the garage of his building located in the city's Bell Harbor neighborhood. That's a terrible idea. So you can pull into his garage, get Botox injections, and then go about your day, I guess. All for the, I'm sure, premium price of thousands of dollars. Thanks, Dr. Miami. I appreciate it. Uh, the lifeblood of uh, Florida. What goes in your lips? Collagen? Is that what that is? I don't know. It's not Botox, right? Botox pork, is like wrinkles butt? and eyebrows and that kind of stuff to get rid of that. That's how I keep my lips. Pork butt? Yeah. You inject pork butt in no, your I lips? No, I eat it. How does that help? It goes right to your lips. Uh, hips, hips, oh. buddy. Oh. Gross or wait what? Wait what? Messing with baby raccoons is not a good plan. Mm-mm. A woman in Niagara Falls, New York, was recently seen handing out baby raccoons outside of 7-Eleven. Authorities say she handed out nine of the nocturnal animals and that they managed to recover seven of them so far. They note that they're still on the hunt for the two potentially rabid raccoons. The Niagara County Department of Health said in a press release that possession of raccoons is illegal except by a licensed rehabilitator and presents a potential rabies hazard to anybody in direct contact with the animal. Ask anyone with knowledge about the location of the remaining baby raccoons to call them. A couple of things about this. I'm not sure where she got the baby raccoons from. Number two, like, I mean, I get that baby raccoons maybe possibly could be cute and that Guardians of the Galaxy may have perpetuated the raccoon having, you know desire that being said are you gonna take a baby raccoon as you're walking out of a 7-eleven like yeah it's free like who takes like raccoons pets for that matter as you're leaving the equivalent of a gas station you wanted to run in there for like a smoothie or excuse me what are they called the 7-elevens slushies slushy yeah and you leave with a raccoon that's not how it works shouldn't be anyway there should be some sort of alarm that goes off in your head and goes, hey, I probably shouldn't take this potentially rabid animal from some rando outside of a 7-Eleven. Exactly. But alas, she gave away nine of them, so... I mean, it's, it's, she had nine people that were into it. Wrap it up with gross and talk about finding yourself at a low point. Firefighters in Massachusetts had to come to the rescue of a woman who chased her dog into an underground pipe and ended up stranded in the sewer with her pet. They found the woman after another woman in the area heard somebody screaming for help out of the sewer, which is like an it situation. Like, I mean, are you going to even, like, am I hearing things? Is there really a woman inside the sewer screaming at me? Or is this how I unlock some sort of alien clown beast that potentially 
We all is everybody float down there? Chases down me and my family. What is happening? But Nashua Fire Rescuer Firefighters and EMTs were dispatched and were able to lift the dog to safely and then get a ladder down to the woman where she was helped as well. No injuries were reported, thank goodness, but probably not a great time to be hanging out in the sewer to get your dog. Probably not a good thing, but I'm glad everybody's okay. And I'm also glad that the woman that heard the screams will not be haunted by nightmares for the rest of her life. That's also a good thing, too. There's your headlines. You're up to date on all things. Coming up, we got ourselves some bad impressions and more. Godsmack Unforgettable here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. I guess we all have our own definition of what a living hell would be. Yes, Big J? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Uh, you're right. And a Belgian man says that his life has been a living hell for the last decade. Why, Big J? He has been getting mysterious pizza and food deliveries to his house for the last 10 years. 10 years? Yeah, while it may seem initially like a pretty annoying prank, the victim says he's received so many pizzas over the years that he starts to get the shakes every time he hears a scooter coming down the street. His name is Jean Van Lindham, and he says delivery drivers have been bringing pizza and other food to his door at all hours of the day and night. Initially, he thought it was maybe some sort of mistake, but then the food kind of kept arriving, sometimes even multiple times in a day. While he mostly receives pizzas and has to turn them away, uh, since the invention of Uber Eats and things like that, other fast food items have also been included in the order. One day, uh, Lenningham reportedly said that he had 10 different delivery drivers come to his place in the same day. One of the deliveries was for 14 pizzas. Whoa. Of course, the pizza places are upset because they don't get their money, and he turns them away, and he's upset because he has to have this confrontation a couple times a day. Adding another odd layer to the mystery is the fact that one of his friends, who lives about 20 miles away, has reportedly also been suffering from similar mystery deliveries. So this has led authorities to believe that the culprit must be somebody who the two men both know. Unfortunately, the cause remains a mystery. They're not sure why it's happening. Sounds like an Ian thing. (laughs) It does, doesn't it? And never tell you that it's Yeah. And he's just like, what? That's crazy that you get these deliveries to your house all the time. Ridiculous. Uh, I I don't know what you do. I I don't know what I would do if that were me. But uh, I don't understand. Like, I mean, you know, unless it's even in gigantic cities, right? Like, let's say you live in uh, a New York equivalent or even where you live now. There's only a certain amount of delivery places in your radius. Do you know what I mean? Right. Unfortunately, wouldn't wouldn't there be a hey? Don't deliver to this guy. It's been 10 years. Shouldn't the delivery drivers or the companies go, you, this is... You'd be blacklisted. Right. They go, this is a guy that, that clearly is getting pranked, so do not take food to his house. It can't be that hard to put a kibosh on this, can it? Kibosh! Unless, you know, there's some other thing going on there, but I would say, like, I mean, there's only, like, what? Three times that Domino's would come to your house and you go, hey, go away. I didn't order that pizza. I'm getting pranked. And they would go, all right, we're going to stop delivering it to this guy. Or at least common sense would dictate that that would be the way that it should go down. But who knows what's going on. But I wonder if ever, ever once he just accepted it, said, okay, here you go. I bet you it happened a couple of times. You're like, yeah, you know what? I will have that pizza. But... I, I, you know, we kind of make fun because, you know, it's not that big of a deal. But I would guess after 10 years of it, it'd probably be pretty maddening, right? Yeah. Probably drive you a little bit crazy. Got me another food delivery. What is happening? But would it be enough for you to move? I mean, maybe, right? 
Well, here's the thing. That would probably just follow you if you got somebody who's orchestrating some sort of weird conspiracy. If it's you. your friend, yeah, and he knows, knows who you are and who where you live, yeah, it probably would follow you. But weird. Just weird. But maybe a step too far. Whoever's the mastermind behind the prank, I think you've you've won the day. Chalk it up as Reveal a W. Reveal yourself. Or at least give us a reason why. He hasn't broken any laws, right? I don't know. I don't know. Is that considered fraud? Technically, probably, right? I mean, if you've been doing it for 10 years, that's that's probably thousands upon thousands of dollars worth of food that have gone to waste because of it. Yeah. I mean, there's probably some sort of charges that could be laid. Morning after Manika Big J, there's a fun little story, but we're going to do a little bit of bad impressions. That's happening next on the X Rocks. Point three, the X. Yeah, we'd be happy to set you up with a morning after care package that's uh, got an X Rocks 25th anniversary sticker in it, an X limited edition face covering. You can figure out bad impressions through this morning. That prize package will be mailed out to your location. All you have to do to win it is get on the phone, 208 287 1003. And correctly identify today's bad impression. Big J has got three clues. It all revolves around somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is, you get the prize. It really is that easy, and hopefully you can do exactly that. Good morning, the X. Hey, how's it going? What's up, man? What's your name? Mike. All right, Mike. You're up first. Good luck. Did you enjoy my documentary, The Last Dance? Mm. Michael Jordan. There you go. One and done. Mike, congratulations. You wanted to be like Mike and it worked out for you. Hang on one second. We'll get all your information and send out that package to you. Clutes two and three for fun. I won six NBA championships with the Bulls, and I am number 23. Uh, This is true. Why is Michael Jordan in the news? Well, uh, a bunch of celebrities are donating money uh, for the Black Lives Matter uh, cause. Jordan, one of them, but it's a huge chunk of money. Friday, he announced he will be donating uh, $100 million from his Jordan brand company for the next decade uh, to organizations ensuring racial equality, social justice, and greater access to education. That's a lot of dope. It's a lot of money, uh, and Lord knows Michael has it, and uh, he is doing with it what he wants, which is pretty awesome, and uh, donating it to some great causes, so good for him all the way around. Agree or disagree? Basically. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, and that was one of the things that, that came up during the documentary is, you know, he, while he was a player, he wouldn't take a stand on a lot of things. And maybe this is a way of him saying, well, I'm taking a stand now. Yeah, it's true. Like, uh, there was a big story about some sort of uh, weird senatorial race in North Carolina that he refused to comment on at the time. And uh, it became a big t- talking point for him. But uh, certainly in the years that have passed, the politics and sports have intertwined a lot more than they did when he was yeah. you know, playing. Uh, although that being said, I mean, it, it was, you know, it was, politics and sports were hand in hand back in the 60s too, uh, pretty significantly with Bill Russell and others. And then for some reason that kind of went away in the 70s and 80s. But uh, it is back with a uh, vengeance for sure. No doubt about it, and it's good to see Michael Jordan doing something about it. Yeah. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. How about we wrap things up here next in the X-Rocks? It's the latest from Shinedown. It is called Atlas Falls, and that's going to wrap up the old morning after with Nick and Big J for this Monday, the 8th of June. Back together after a couple of days off. Thank you very much for hanging out with us to kick off your week. We certainly appreciate it. We learned that no matter what, Big J will not be touching his... Uh, his brand new ceiling fans that he had purchased from wherever they purchased it from. 
Which is a smart play, Big J. Knowing your limitations is a very good thing. Thank you. And uh, we also learned that people got very upset, Big J, that we did not know the actual term for whatever 7-Eleven calls their uh, slushies. Which is not slushies, it's what? We learned. Slurpee. Slurpees. Uh, I just forgot. And I apologize. I've never been, I mean, I, I've had like an icy like once or twice in my life, but that's never been important to me. So it just never really uh, dug itself into my collective cognizance. Of never been life. a fan of those styles of drinks. Too cold? Just too sugary, too I think. Too sugary. syrupy. It's not my jam. Gotcha. Same reason why you don't enjoy energy drinks, I imagine, right? Too sugary. Probably. There you go. It all boils down to that. A uh, reminder that if you want to get a hold of us, a good way to do that is to uh, hit us up on the TDS Fiber text line. It's always open, 208-287-1003. TDS Fiber is your new choice for lightning-fast internet, TV, and phone. Failed to get somebody qualified for the X-Stuck-at-Home stimulus package this morning, but fret not, you have two more chances to play gospel or total crap over the course of the day, once with uh, Jason Drew at 1240 today and then 540 today with Adam. So get in your chance to get qualified for that stimulus package. we got two more weeks of that before we give it away on june the 19th big j that leaves you with the floor sir yeah i'm just a, i'm a fake doctor on on the radio i never really you know that's a that's an old saying uh that you play one on the radio doesn't mean that you really are so yeah please don't send any pictures of stuff uh, i cannot give you an assessment on that uh, also, a reminder, we, we don't really do Dr. Big J. We do Judge Big J for sure. Well, it's from a promo we did last week. Oh, I see. I, what we, did we I miss? Had, we had, no, we were, you were here. We did a whole thing, uh, Dr. Big J. It wasn't a whole thing. It was a very subtle thing. Remind me. I can't remember. <laughs> do me a favor. Don't bring up things I don't remember if you don't remember them either. Well, uh, it's not my fault. But, uh, no, it kind of is. Well, you don't remember. That's either. what I'm saying. But you brought it up. I say I said we don't do really doctor stuff. And then they're like, yeah, we do. But I can't give you any kind of example as to how that happened. I know. You can't remember it. Uh, that is correct. So, uh, but no, don't. And here's the good thing. Uh, no pictures uh, for that either. So thank you very much. Don't use, don't abuse the TDS fiber text line, I guess, is what it boils down to. We shall see you tomorrow. Jason Drew is coming in next. Have a good one. It's the X-Rocks.